Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello, hello. Kellen Patterson of the old Kellen clan. In your ears. <laughs> Probably your eyeballs if you have them open enough. Pay for pay real talk. It was muscle in the house. And this program is sponsored by P4P Muscle, the number one drug-free sponsorship foundation in all of the world. Total El Mundo. Yes. El Mundo. El Mundo. El Mongro. <laughs> and if you are a drug-free athlete and looking for a solid foundation to stand upon and a vehicle to drive, your goes like what is right. Like a Mack truck through ice cream with snickerdoodle and chocolate things. Yes. Yeah, I love those sprinkles. They make it taste oh so much better. Anywho, check us out at p4pmuscle.com. And now let us shit chatter with the banter. Hello, Desiree. Hello. <laughs> Hello, hello. So, uh, how are you doing? So, can you, I am fantastic. I am fan freaking tastic. I mean, is there too blessed to be stressed? Is there any other way to be? That's what I say. There is not. That's what there I is say. Not. And I, there, there is not. not. There is not. There is not. I tell you what. And I I'll I'll I'm also going to tell you. I see that you were at a fantastic event last weekend. Oh, my goodness. Star. And I, too, was at a fantastic event, but it was a wedding. Yours was at a competition. So tell us all about that. Well, let me tell you what, okay? Let me tell you. And when I found out that Mike Porter was going to be at that show, I was super excited because we just had him on the show. And he's had a string of uh, wins that is quite impressive. We, we learned that it wasn't all in the same year, but still to step on stage and step off stage a winner is quite phenomenal on the pro ranks. So with that being said, already feeling good. Then I find out that Ricky, uh, Richie Lopez is going to be at the show in men's classic physique, and he's got the classic physique poses, old school posing down. I mean, just on lock. So to have him out there, no. oh, even better. And then I find out that Courtney and Roxanne Shoup are going to be going head-to-head in figure and in physique to find out who matches up best where. I'm super delighted. And then find out Jackie <laughs> Wood is going to be doing bikini. Oh, come on, I mean, come on. It's like all-stars in every class that I was looking. Oh, Go to the Midwest Muscle page, and you'll see all the pictures and some of the videos of what I'm referring. I just had a blast. As a fan, as a fan, just take the competitor out. Just take the competitor aside. As a fan of the sport, I was more than excited because there was no reason to leave your seats unless you were going to get popcorn and possibly a snickerdoodle sprinkled donut. I'm just saying. I'm just (laughs) saying. Des, how was the wedding? The wedding was beautiful, weather was fantastic, and I, you know, it was great. It was great as far as weddings go, but with all that being said, we're here because we have a show. So, oh, we do? up tonight. We do. 
in case you didn't know, I know I know sometimes it just feels like we're like just catching up with each other, but it we really get together because because we have a show. And yeah. uh so key it up for this dude. Who who are we having on tonight? I will. Well, I kind of previewed all the pearl rings and the amateurs were star studded as well and we're learning of them. Which a lot of times we get to meet them and, and get to hear their backstories. But one that really got my attention is because she was just doing so well and having so much fun. She looked like, and no pun intended, a natural on stage. So it was a lot going on. Her smile won us over, and she was very genuine. I'm talking about Miss Lee. Miss Lee, how do you do? Hello. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be on the show with you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've had a hard time not cracking up. You two are just hilarious. <laughs> I've literally been holding oh, back my laughter. <laughs> he started it. We're glad you think so, because not everybody thinks we're hilarious. But as long as you do, that's all that matters, really. All that matters. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me. Yeah, this show was amazing over the weekend. Uh, I'm still kind of awestruck. It was Monday rolling back into my week as a busy mom of five and hitting my nine-to-five yeah. job. I'm sitting outside the gym right now waiting to go in and get my first workout after the show. So um, it's been a whirlwind, but super exciting, and I can't wait to compete again in the spring. Um I'm getting back into build right now, so I'm I'm super pumped about it. <laughs> like things turned out way better than I was expecting for myself, but um, you know, it it was a long hard road in the sense that um, I had hernia surgery last summer, um, raising five kids on my own and working full time. So it's been it was like really kind of the icing on the cake because. It took everything in my power to, to get to where I was at on that stage, and I'm just glad it all came together. <laughs> well, Lee, why don't you just go ahead and kick things off as to where you ended up at the show, and then we will backtrack as to how you got started. So you gave us a little bit of that preview, but we'll go back all the way to the beginning to what made you even think you wanted to compete. So let's start with how you ended and then we'll get back to the beginning. Okay. So I walked away with um, my pro card, which was fantastic beyond my wildest dreams. Um, It was everything I was hoping to accomplish uh, in the next year. So that to me was just amazing. Um, it was the goal that I had been focused on from the very first second that I decided to prep for this. And so it was just one of those moments where I was super um, grateful and humbled by the experience. Um, first, I won the bikini beginner um, division and I was pretty excited and pumped about that, but then going out and doing my quarter turns uh, for the open class and seeing the competition that I was up against, I was pretty nervous. I'm not going to lie. You know, but once I got on the stage, I just said to myself, like, this is the moment to be focused. Like, it's my daughter was sitting there cheering for me in the front row, and I kept my eyes locked on her, and every time she said, go, Mama, (laughs) 
it just <laughs> took my nerves down a notch and it helped me stay in my zone and I wasn't worried about anything else that was going on besides just being me on that stage and focusing on everything that it meant to me. Well, it obviously meant a lot because you had a lot of fun when you were up there. Uh, one of the things that uh, was really uh, catching our attention was that consistent smile. It looked like you were really having a lot of fun up there, a lot of things going on in your mind, but never anything that was going to take away from your presentation. I love that in, uh, in, in competitors, especially when you when part of your scoring is the presentation that you bring to the stage. Um, was that just you having fun, or was that just something that you normally do when you're nervous and just that uh, that great ear-to-ear smile? Oh, no, my smile is not from nerves. <laughs> I think my smile comes from the fact that I was just so happy to be in that moment. And, like, it was just such an honor to be on the stage and to have the support of my friends, my family, my coworkers, and just knowing like what it represented um, to me and, and being able to be up there. Um, you know, there's a time in my life where I really didn't care for my body that much. I mean, I've been through five childbirths, so there's a lot of wow. transition that happens with that. And um, I turned 38 this year, um, you know, so going up against competitors that haven't had children that are still in their 20s, there's a huge intimidation factor for that. And just being the mm-hmm. fact that um, mm-hmm. I'm so blessed to be able to have my health and truly appreciate what that means to me, being that it's my number one asset, because if I don't maintain health, then, you know, nothing else in life really has um, the quality that's there because, you know, you just function so much better. Your mind works so much better. Your stress levels so much Great. Um you know, easier to manage. And so for me, I just look at it as a gift, like my body is a gift. And I just, I felt so happy to be on that stage, like, and to be doing that. Kind of felt like if I can be up there and do this, anybody can be up there and do this. You just have to put effort into loving who you are and loving your life. Yeah. And, you know, that is so true. I know so many people think that, bodybuilding is a sport that they could never do, that they're too old, or like you said, they've had kids, or maybe what they think is too many kids to be able to do it, or, you know, just different things along those lines. And it really is something that, you know, you can jump into if you're willing to put in the work. I mean, I started my bodybuilding career later in life. I was 38, 39 years old and had three kids at that point. And uh, there you go. Yeah. So That's I mean, it's... Clones. she's got clones. What? She doesn't have kids. <laughs> you have clones. Yes, evidently. Yeah, I really feel that resistance. Resistance is an ugly enemy, and it resides between your two ears. Once you can handle the fact that the only resistance that truly is in life is whatever you believe it to be and you put effort into overcoming what those fears are to me going on the stage and putting the effort in every single day like accomplishing that goal with the amount of self-discipline scheduling nutrition um 
you know, the amount of things that you say no to. You, you skinny up your life. You prioritize what's really important. And that kind of has, like, an outward effect. It starts from the inside, and it, it kind of helps you align everything else that's, like, in your life and really, really important. It's like this microscope, and everything that needs your attention gets it, and all of the stuff that doesn't really matter doesn't really matter to you anymore. And to me, it is such an empowering experience to be able to accomplish um, that goal because of everything that it took. The sky is the limit. I mean, once you dedicate yourself to something that takes that much effort, any other goal that you really have thought about throughout your lifetime no longer seems impossible. It seems possible. Like, and just the self-confidence in knowing that you can, you know, that you can do it. And, I, I mean, I don't think that bodybuilding is the only way to open up that door to, to accomplishing goals, but it certainly helps when you feel really good about yourself and you have that confidence um, because you physically just feel good, you know. Yeah. Getting up in the morning and, and not feeling overtired and achy because you're not taking good care of yourself getting up every day and feeling energized and excited about your workout and feeling energized from the food that you're putting in your body and the choices that you're making i feel like it just brings a whole nother level of clarity to your life and it helps you also kind of put a a layer of discipline across your family's life and how to prioritize what what they're doing I think no, my daughter, would, for one, she really I enjoyed totally it. Agree. Like, prepping. What's that? I said I would totally agree. Um, I don't know if that my kids were as excited about food prepping as it sounds like yours were, but. Well, <laughs> well. <laughs> oh, shoot. I can't tell you how many times they were like, Mom, nobody wants to eat like you. Well, sometimes you just have to come along for the ride. Whether you want to be there well, or not. Oh, shoot, 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 shoot. All right, well, here we go. We've got quite a few uh, listener comments and questions rolling in, so I'm going to start to hit these because undoubtedly we always seem to run out of time. I don't know how that happens, but it does. The first comment (laughs) is from Dale. He (laughs) He says, five kids. Is that the same lady shared on the link? And I would say, uh, yes, Dale. That is the same lady shared on the link. She, Lee, is a mother of five, and Linda's like, no way, where do you find the time? So, um, I make the time. Yeah. I schedule the time. I, I get up, um, if necessary, at 4 o'clock in the morning, and I get my workout in. I'm lucky that well, I have an older daughter. She's almost 16, so if I leave in the morning um, before everyone gets up, uh, like to get my fasted cardio in or something, then that's not a problem. Um, otherwise, I wait until after dinner. Once everyone is settled and um, off to bed, then I sneak out usually and get my workout in. So mm-hmm. it's about managing what your priorities are. You know, like I'm not I'm not really wasting a lot of time, let's put it that way. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. I remember those drills of late night workouts and what have you. Um, I'm married now, but single mom for many years. So I definitely respect all the effort that goes into 
making sure that your kids are taken care of and then, um, you know, doing well, what you need to do to take care of business. <laughs> well. All right. So Sarah says your laugh is contagious. Bill says great choice for a guest tonight. I can feel her energy and positive attitude. So go Lee. Uh, um, Carl wants to know how many classes did you compete? So we know you did novice and you did the open. Were there any other classes you competed in? No, and actually because I'm so kind of new to the whole competition um, bracket, I didn't realize that if I was competing in bikini that I could have competed like in uh, fitness model or diva. So going forward, I'm really looking forward to, like I said, the sky's the limit. I cannot wait to see myself in the angel outfit or the diva outfit. Everybody loves um, that. I, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> that would be absolutely awesome. Yeah, I, I don't know who loves the angels' wings more, the competitors, the people that watch the competitors, the backstage competitors watching the, the competitors going to do the angel class <laughs> or the actual audience. It's it's a big thing back there because I know all of us lit up when uh, we were getting the wings ready, and I had to get that picture uh, downstairs because that was that, with that group, it was really fun to watch everybody just in awe of how those wings go on and how it just transformed the athlete. I'm sorry, did I just have oh, to get yeah. that out there because that, that's a big yeah, thing, yeah. and it, I think it's going to grow bigger. Oh, I do too. And the shoes, oh my gosh, they're so sexy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh man. Well, there you go. I mean, goals, goals, goals. So we've got where you are. We see where you want to go. So now we're going to take our time machine and go back all the way to the beginning. So how did you even decide that you were going to jump into natural bodybuilding? Okay. So I had, growing up, always had like a love and an interest for nutrition and food and healing the body through that. I found myself um, going through yoga teacher training in 2010, um, and then I transitioned into going to culinary school, so I got my um, culinary arts degree, and then along those lines, I I took ACE personal training, and during that time, um, I came across a bunch of bodybuilders who were in my class, and I thought, I wonder what the big thing is about this. I was always um, a runner and into yoga and Pilates and just had never really had experience with weightlifting at that point. Um, This is around 2012. So I decided that my semester, um, uh, while I was taking the ACE personal training course, to to get into bodybuilding and see what that was all about. And I had just had my third child then. Um, Long story short, I ended up loving it, but I ended up with a job where I was working 80 hours a week, and I just did not make time for it because it wasn't something I was dedicated towards at that point. Fast forward a few years later, um, I had two more kids, and I hadn't been to the gym in two years because I had them both kind of back-to-back. My two youngest children are 15 months apart, and they're now three and four. So after not going to the gym or being, like, working out, I was just working full-time and taking care of two very small children and nursing and doing the whole mom thing. Um, I decided, you know, I want to get a gym membership. I want to do something for myself. And so I found Planet Fitness by my my home. It's really close, and it's fairly new. I know. I got lumped 
my last week of um, training for this show, too. There's kind of a funny story about that. So I said to myself, okay, what what is going to keep me from making excuses to come here? What's going to keep me from those excuses? I need a goal. I need something to work towards. So I'm from um, Traverse City, Michigan, and there's a local gym here that every year for the last 25 years, they have put on a bodybuilding competition. It's not sanctioned, um, but it's a local show, and a lot of people from northern Michigan, Wisconsin sometimes, and pretty much mostly northern Michigan, they just come out, and it's a real friendly competition. It's local, regional kind of thing. And so I said, Uh I'm going to do that show. Got myself ready in six months and walked on the stage. I loved every bit of the process, but in the process, I ended up with hernia. So oh, no. That summer, which was the summer of 2018, I ended up with hernia surgery in July. And this was my first opportunity to get back on the stage since then. So, and during that time, um, I did a I did figure because they didn't have a designation for bikini or figure. It was like one class. The ladies all go into one group. <laughs> doesn't matter if you're 20 or 40. You're all in one group, and this is what you do. And and it was fun, but, you know, it was very amateur. Um, but I loved it and wanted to compete some more, so I thought it was a good stepping stone to get myself prepared for what could come next. And that year I found out about Roar. I was and I was very excited to train to get on that stage. So even after my hernia surgery, I kept on going, and then this this is where it's at. <laughs> I don't plan on stopping. Awesome, that is awesome. So Leon is very interested in your hernia. He's asking when they can get hernias and how long is the recovery for that. So can you tell us more about how you got your hernia and how you uh, yes. were able to overcome that? So, well, my hernia actually was, I I think part of it was caused from my last child, um, stretching my stomach yes. so far. But then I felt this pop one day while I was straining to push a chest press, and I pushed myself a little too hard. Um, and honestly, I know the moment that it happened, and I ignored it. And uh, and then all of a sudden, like, my belly button just kept on popping out, and it was getting bigger, uh, and, like, the uh, area around my belly button. And I thought, oh, my gosh, this is horrible. It wasn't horribly painful all the time. It would get sore. So I went to my doctor. She sent me to a surgeon who then said, yes, you, you have a hernia. <laughs> you need to get this taken care of. I was really devastated because I knew that I was going to have some time away from the gym and the downtime was going to put me behind in what my goals were. But at my age, I also understood that if I just kept on pushing myself and didn't give myself the time to get the surgery and heal, that I wouldn't be seeing the stage again. So I just decided to bite the bullet and just take the time off and do it. Once I had the surgery, it was about six weeks before I could start getting into a regular routine again. And I'll be honest with you, from all of my composition scans um, and the back pain that I endured through this training, I didn't lose any mass on the bottom half of my body, but I didn't gain any either. So I was able to maintain. I'm living pain-free now, but it took a long time before I was able to exercise my core properly get back into doing squats and see a chiropractor on a regular basis. 
um, just because, you know, your core is kind of where everything drives from. So it was not easy, but I was not willing to give up. Now, be, before we get a, a deluge of, of questions about this, uh, pregnancy in itself is hard. And uh, I, I, I know speaking as a male, you're like, yeah, yeah, right. You don't even know. And I know. <laughs> But I do know that it's very difficult on a woman's body just from the classes and and the, and, the, and the lessons I learned while in college and you know basically going through the uh, the internships to learn uh, through the proper certifications. And your the woman's body takes a beating. Let's let's just get that out there. And having children back to back, I'm I mean hats off for that. My goodness, I can't even imagine. Uh, I would rather have clones like this. Um, it's just amazing <laughs> that you were able to get through that and then to actually see the injury occur. I mean, that's a mental whipping as well. So now it seems like um, <laughs> it was just constant, like, bad news, bad news, bad news, and you overcame it. So there had to be either a great support group or a great mental foundation from the beginning. How did you manage to get through all of that and still even want to, you know, get fit, much less compete? I think that when you have a desire to stay focused on something, you have to build habits around what that is. And on the days that you know that, you know, you catch yourself talking down or you're feeling down, you have to remind yourself of what the goal is. For me, one of my mainstay habitual things that I do is every morning when I get up, I meditate every single day, and I set the tone for the direction of where I'm going. Um, and I, the days that I don't meditate, I definitely feel different. But And I also know that from having regular practice with that and keeping my, my mental focus just locked in to what it is that I want to accomplish, um, it it helps me from getting distracted, um, and it also helps me use my mind as a tool, my body as a tool, um, to make sure that I don't let things kind of get me down or get me um, straight into a, a place where I'm just not focused. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I totally get that. Um, that but it takes, it takes just as much, like, mental effort to stay yes. healthy emotionally with your mind as it does, you know, to do that physically. Like, you have to mentally prepare yourself, I feel, to stay positive and to stay, you well, know, you emotionally up solid. So that's that in itself oh, yeah. is cool? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that I appreciate about Elise Anderson's show is that he, he, for some reason, he just attracts those upper echelon athletes and the, some of the names I mentioned as a competitor and seeing exactly what is the cream of the crop. Does that motivate you to drive even harder? Because I know I was truly motivated. And, I mean, even in the pump-up, I found myself sweating my tan off before I even stepped on stage because I'm like, you know, this is awesome to be around these kind of people. And to just have that kind of energy all around you instead of just basically coming from you as a source, how does that uh, build you up and how does that, you know, when you when you go back home, how does that help you in that way? Absolutely. It felt like I was, I was home. Like, as 
as soon as I came to the hotel, actually, to register and started seeing all the faces of people that were going to be involved and then, you know, going into the tanning session and just kind of chit-chatting with people and then going backstage and, and hanging out all day because literally as a bikini competitor going on at the end, like, I hung out all day. <laughs> so it was definitely a lot of fun. I spent a lot of time backstage watching the other competitors just to get to know the format of the show and it was so uplifting and so cool. I also really loved how organized the event was, um, just flawless and smooth. And I felt, when I first got there, super nervous, but it was very easy to kind of meld into the tone of the environment and kind of just feel that vibe for the rest of the day. And to be honest with you, like, you know, when you're on that nutrition, that peak week going into that day, and things can get a little bit um, – you know, lean, <laughs> you kind of get to the end and you're like a little antsy, but I didn't even feel like hungry or thirsty or exhausted or tired or anything like the energy of the whole vibe just kept me going. I've, I still kind of feel like it's keeping me going right now. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. So you had mentioned that you had uh, your daughter with you. What do all the kids think about mom's bodybuilding mom's going to the gym um you know i think that some days they're like super don't even care and then there's other days where they're like oh mom's got to go to the gym but right now it feels like because it's kind of normal that's what they expect um mackenzie actually used to bodybuild with me a lot she's my older daughter but then once she got into being a freshman in in high school she's involved with lots of groups and robotics and after-school activities that I had to let her know, you know, priorities of your academics are going to come first because the gym is not going anywhere. And you becoming an astronaut, you know, you can be a bodybuilder after you become an astronaut. So <laughs> so it's been an, a learning experience, I think, for all of them. Um, my older son, Aiden, has picked up uh, some of the physical activity as well. He's he was very much into video games and became uh, adamant cross-country runner. And then I have an 8-year-old. Well, you know, she's just a regular 8-year-old. She likes to climb trees and, and play with her little brother and sisters. But everybody from my children's standpoint are very um, supportive. Uh, they don't mind about the diet at all. We've always been a very healthy, food-like oriented family, so that's not necessarily an issue for us. Um, and like I said, I try to do the best I can to schedule my workouts around my family's schedule so that it's not impacting them in a way that, you know, they're going to notice that I'm putting three to four hours a day sometimes into the gym. There you have it. So that, I mean, I think that's fantastic. But uh, mom's going to the gym. That brings me back to uh, what you shared earlier in the show that you got lung the lunk alarm got pulled on you at Planet Fatness. And, yes, you heard me right. I called it Planet Fatness. I'm sorry. Yes. I'm sorry. Yes, not yes, sorry yes. for all of you Planet members out there, but I just can't agree with some of their practices. So what the heck? And, no. it, and this is one of them. So what the heck happened? Yes. Why did you and get lunk? This was, like, super um, – frustrating for me and almost brought tears to my eyes because like I said I really was not a bodybuilder before I started coming to Planet Fitness and putting my effort uh, into my body within those 
Well, so it's super frustrating. I had a gallon jug of water with me my last week of prep, and they told me, they walked up to me, and they said, we can't allow you to have that in here because it promotes bodybuilding behavior. And I said, I am a bodybuilder, and I became one by coming to this gym. (laughs) Wait. Wait, you are telling me because of your large container of water, that promotes mm-hmm. bodybuilding behavior. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It just makes me dislike Planet Fatness even more. I just can't <laughs> even right now. Kaylin, you better take over. Uh, I, 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 you know how I feel about it. My goodness. Uh, well, are you it is all, I live in Traverse City, so it's the only 24-hour gym that is near my home, and, you know, they really do have me pigeonholed, so. <laughs> wow. Uh, I mean, where are all they the say, fitness? Where are all the anytime fitness owners? Judgment. We need judgment one there. Yeah. Judgment uh, free, right? I can't have a judgment free. Yeah. Judgment free. Right, They're supposed yeah. to be judgment And that's what I told them. <laughs> Oh, okay, like, carry on. Why are you discriminating against bodybuilders? I said, now I feel uncomfortable working out here. Thanks for discriminating against me. And I love your Yeah. I agree with it 100%. <laughs> we're really judgment-free except when we're not. Oh, my God. Right. I mean, they, that is such false advertising. How could they even – I mean, but of course they say, well – I, you just can't say it's a judgment-free zone because if it's a judgment-free zone, nobody should get the lunk. The only way you should get the lunk alarm is if you are being mean to someone else in the gym, making snide comments and you right. get caught or you know, talking down to another well, person. Well, the whole term of lunk. Level or any of that. The whole term of yeah. lunk is, is, is that's judgment. And so I said yeah. that the hypocrisy and their whole premise it's funny, and and I'm just surprised that a a bikini competitor got lunk. This is this is like <laughs> wow. And it, it, yeah. she didn't even get lunk for being a bodybuilder. She got lunk because her water container could encourage bodybuilding behavior. I would think they would l- yeah. at least give you the opportunity to cut up first before they give you the lunk alarm. But they, you got the lunk alarm just <laughs> right. because. Someone might act like a bodybuilder. Not that somebody was, but someone might. Oh, my gosh. That's like, All right, uh, All right Dale. Dale, do you see what you started? Although, I know. Although I'm going to say I, I was wondering the same thing, so I'm glad you asked. But I knew better than to ask about it because I was just going to get worked up. And I'm officially worked I did. And you did. Well, it didn't take long for me I'm to get there. I'm kind of laughing about it now. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Well, you, we're gonna you laugh about something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? Judgment free. Yeah. Judgment free. Hashtag judgment free. <laughs> right. Now I gotta ask you, Lee. Uh, so getting back to the show and getting back to uh, the Michigan State. Are are you a fan of the sport? Oh my gosh, I love it. Okay, so my next question would be, when, when you're watching uh, the athletes that you saw in the pro rank, as well as the amateur, I mean, because uh, the guy that came out of uh, men's physique, the one that won the overall, he looked phenomenal, and he had a, a very genuine smile like yours. 
as a fan, how does that get you excited? And, you know, when you're, when you're like, you, you have your children and they get to see your peers, does that help them have a better understanding? And, and does it help you explain to them the points and the reasons of good health and fitness? Yes. You know, well, that's, that's kind of just how I've been throughout my motherhood. So I don't, feel like it's something that my kids are ever questioning in the sense of like the why or how like they they appreciate the lifestyle of healthy living because that's how they've been raised um they don't understand why other people would choose not to be healthy yeah and as far as being around other competitors um i mean i traverse city is a small town but we have a good group of competitors here and just, you know, like a, a, a nice family here of um, athletes and people who put forth that, you know, camaraderie where, you know, on social media, everybody's uplifting. Like we have a group fitness page that's um, pretty active and I've stayed in touch with all of the women that I competed with in that, that small regional show. And we all are, you know, sending each other kudos and, you know, in the background clapping for each other, and some of them actually came down to see me compete. Um, and awesome. they've all gone on to do other things as well. So it's been pretty exciting to be a part of that family, you know, just uplifting. Um, and like you said, the upper echelon type of individual that comes out, I really believe that most people who are enlightened enough to understand that, you know, Bodybuilding is a sport, and it is something to stay dedicated towards, but the effects that it has on the rest of who you are, really, to me, that's where it's at. How it has an impact on my mind, my body, and, um, you know, my well-being overall, that is what is my driving force. And what keeps me competitive and excited about wanting to go further is just, you know, because it adds that element to other areas of my life and I choose to use it kind of as the background motivation to keep me going. Does that make sense? Yeah, Um, totally makes sense. And that's a, I mean, and that's a fantastic why. I mean, we've talked about that a couple of times on different shows and just explored people's why they do what they do, because really that's what drives us to do anything in life, whether you want to lose weight, whether you were, pursuing a promotion and sometimes it's money sometimes it's fame sometimes excess but a lot of it is just health and how that enhances every aspect of your life and I think that is fantastic um, we have a question here from Jenny and she says out of all your children which one do you think will be the one who steps on stage in the future Well, I think it's going to be a toss-up between my two oldest daughters. Um, Mackenzie really wants to compete, and she's actually come back and joined her zero-hour strength and conditioning class. She's hoping to do a junior competition. Um, To be honest with you, I would really love that for her, but she's so busy with work, with schoolwork. So we'll see how that goes. Mm -hmm. So that is a goal for her personally already. But my daughter, Lily, is kind of like, the gregarious Leo, who and she's a little diva, and she loves to sing, and she loves <laughs> to be like the center like of the that. universe. So, um, 
I really think that it will actually be a toss-up to see who gets there first because Mackenzie's very studious and hardworking, and she wants to, I mean, at, at one point she was doing leg press and, uh, 600 pounds and 300-pound squats, and she was surpassing wow. me by hundreds of pounds of weight. She's, she's already taller than me. She's stronger than me. You know, she's she's going to be a superhero. I always talk tell her she's my superhero but but lily on the other hand she's that one that has the stage in her heart already so mackenzie i think it would be a hurdle for her to get over the actual getting on the stage she would want to put all the hard work into it lily is just born for the stage so we'll see if it becomes a goal of hers (laughs) oh wow (laughs) Wow, that's a great observation as a mother. Nicely done. Uh, I would be remiss not to ask Dazg about her clones and which ones they would do. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, my oldest, my son Amistad, we talked about clone. it a little bit. About my oldest clone, <laughs> my oldest clone who I call my son, <laughs> Amistad, <laughs> we talked about him competing at one point in time. And I think that's kind of one of those things that's out there in the back of his mind, but he's not real serious about it. Right now he's just really enjoying um, just being in the gym and just working on his physique. And, you know, Amistad's got a pretty great weight loss um, story. And, you know, he was a heavier kid younger. But uh, he really, once he found the gym, he's really just kind of taking control of his health and is um, much more conscientious of how he's eating and just working out. And, you know, he's always like, Mom, are we going to the gym? And, you know, sometimes some of those nights I just don't feel like it. But he's like, come on, you got to go. So, I mean, he's on it. Now, my oldest clone, my, my oldest clone, my oldest clone daughter, Darian, I think she would have the perfect physique for figure. I really do. I think she could rock it. She just has a natural name for it. But, uh, yeah, for sure. But she is just now discovering the gym and being more interested in it and wanting to go and uh, just starting to lift. So I don't know. We will have to see. Um, My youngest clone, she has always been my biggest fan. She always loves the trophies. But she, you know, when she was really little – she was my diva too, and just liquid sunshine. And the older she gets, she gets just a little more conservative. So I don't know. We will see. We will see how it goes. But I think somewhere down the line, one of them will step on stage at least once. But I couldn't tell you which one. Okay, now hold on, because there's still a question for both you guys. Because this is, I guess, I think we have a lot of mothers worried about their kids competing. Um, who's going to prep the food? Who's going to prep the food? Yes. Oh, shoot. Well, it all depends on the kids or for me. Peter, not. (laughs) Okay, no, as mothers, are you going to be able to prep the food and know that they're doing right or let them cut their losses and see if they can get it right on their own? Hmm. At this Um, point, I know Mackenzie would get it right on her own. I know Mackenzie would get it right on her own. She's been prepping with me and been on nutrition for two years now so if she I, I could totally trust her to do it on her own 
I mean, she would need guidance just like any of us for dialing certain things in. But as far as maintaining and staying on, she would be happy to do that. She, she just loves organization and staying disciplined. It's kind of like what you were saying about your son does, you know, those nights where you don't mm-hmm. kind of feel like it or, well, well Mom, well, I thought well. we were doing my day. Like, there are days where, <laughs> yeah, she's definitely pushed me. Yep, no doubt. I mean, Amistad, if he if he decided that he was going to do it, I know he could totally do it. When he sets his mind to something, like one day he decided he was going to do a three day water fast. I I and that's a whole nother subject. We can talk about if I agree, disagree, what have you. But he was going to do it, and he did it with flying colors. So I have wow. no worries whatsoever. Now, Darian, on the other hand, I think would really where she was at if she decided in like you know the next year or two before she's totally out of the house that she wanted to do it I would probably totally help her Um, if she were out of the house I would have to let that be her choice but I think that I would prefer if she tried to do it on her own first because the more ownership you take of a process the more likely you are to succeed in it so I'm definitely there for help and support, but I think I would like to see them give it a go on their own first. Um, or, you know, if they decide that they want to coach, I don't see anything wrong with that either. Um, and that coach probably should not be me because <laughs> kids tend to listen better to others sometimes than their own parents. Mm-hmm. So especially, especially if they're good. Getting down to the nitty-gritty and they're getting a little hangry. I don't know that I want to be the one that's either going to cut or tell them they're not getting an increase for some reason. So, And then there's that. <laughs> well, yeah, it is two-sided. I, I, I like those responses as mothers. I love that you guys know your children. Um, everybody is really chiming in on that. Wow, they're really keen on their children. <laughs> and I've spent time with them. That's Deborah. I can't believe that they have all the things going on in their lives and they still have such knowledge of their kids. That's from uh, Shelly and uh, Lynn. What the heck? Leandra? Okay, Leandra. There. She's saying kudos to both you guys for being so in tune with your So I I think we've uh, touched on a great topic and a lot of people uh, are, are quite interested and how they should be dealing with their children. And I I know that you both deal with them, not just as far as considering if they were competing. This is all aspects of the life that your children are doing. So, you know, that just stems and basically shows, you know, how involved you are with your kids. And our listeners are definitely in tune with that. Uh, great answers, guys. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really excited to see if they do, how this turns out, because, you know, it is, we do have a lot of second-generation uh, com- competitors, and it's nice to know that they have watched you guys enough to even want to consider it. So with that, let's get on with our next question, and that is uh, for Miss Bikini and her pro card, and that would be what she has in mind going in the future. I know you said you're uh, thinking about sometime next year or, or, or time after that, with that hernia, is that something that you had to consider initially from the beginning, or is that something you just planned anyway? Um, I guess I'm not really understanding the question about the hernia. I 
I had the surgery done and recovered from it. Um, yes. So I'm crossing my fingers that there's not going to be any more. <laughs> as far as the future, I had already planned going into this show to compete in April, so I'm going to stay consistent with that goal. Um, my coach uh, is actually out of the Grayling Fitness Center. His name is Rich Farragan, and he is a wonderful, um, amazing guru when it comes to bodybuilding. His uh, daughter is actually Allie Fitzpatrick, and I believe she got her pro card at the Roar for figure, and yep. she placed um, third this time around. Um, yep. So, And also he does train another um, competitor that I'm very close with. Her name is Michaela. She does NPC figure um, competing, but so as soon as we get our plan together, um, basically by the end of this week going forward, my goal is just to keep on my games and um, keep on keep on going. So and hopefully right. I will be competing not just in bikini for um, national level, but also I would love to do the angel division. So I'm hoping that works out. You would rock. Awesome. So which show are you thinking of in April? Uh, Midland, if it's scheduled on that, um, the year before it was in May, so I guess I'm just waiting for the date for it to come out for the Michigan Roar, the Midland show. Well, if the shows aren't on the same date, um, you should think about the uh, Southern States Classic if you want to travel our way. That's always a fantastic show. So well, it's, it's a good time about. of the year to be going south. <laughs> That's right. So you've got so you've got from now until next spring to uh, to prep and work on things. What were some of the things, if any, that the judges gave you to kind of take home and work on as you get ready for that pro stage? Um, if I said that I didn't have constructive criticism to give back, I um, but I don't. So I'm maybe need to reach out to Leaf and ask him for some um, because I didn't end up getting some constructive criticism. He basically okay. was very informative um, as to the way things lined up, how things came across with the other competitors and um, the things that stood out to help me earn the position that I did, which was really overwhelming and very humbling but um for me personally i do have some goals um as far as what i would like to perfect on and and things uh that i would like to do differently this time around for my prep and um you know just different areas of my body that i i would like to tweak so I think everyone who competes always feels like they're a work in progress and, you know, you can only ever get better. So for me, uh, you know, definitely want to put more effort into the timing of my posing with my song. So, yeah, and my nerves. (laughs) So there's that. And then, you know, (laughs) some key areas of my mom body that I'm going to put more time into. So. With my pain being gone, I'm definitely, yeah, you know, so it's just, it's just yeah. what it is. Yeah, I mean, Every day yeah, is about I mean, progress. That's right. That is right. And so with that being said, I'd like to uh, go ahead and um, 
bring our show to a close with shout outs. Um, when we have the time, we always like to give it. So if there is uh, anyone or pull in everyone that was there for you with your journey, we would love for you to go ahead and give them a shout out on the show right now. Absolutely. I want to give a shout out to my daughter, Mackenzie, because through thick and thin, she is always my rock. Um, if I Unless can't make a meal prep. Right. And then, the, yeah, she carried everything for me. She's, she's just like, like I said, you know, focusing on her screaming for me. It was like at the end of the day, whether I wanted to walk across that state or not, there's no way I was going to let her down. Um, again, my coach, Rich Farragan, he, his knowledge just bringing me in the way that he did. I felt really confident leaning on um, all of his experience and knowledge and just my girlfriends, you know, the the ones who don't leave you when you can't hang out on the weekends. And my family who has stood by me, whether they understand what my goal is or they don't, um, they're still there for me. And, you know, that's really important. I just want to say, you know, all the friends and family that stood by me because not everybody understands this sport or even gets into wondering why <laughs> someone yeah, puts themselves through the sacrifice to do this. Um, but those are the people that love you no matter what, and you just hug them so close to your heart and love them deeper. So uh, for my kids, love you. for sure. Yeah. yeah. I feel very Amen to that. And I also want to give a shout-out to all of the mothers and all of the women who reach out to me on a daily basis who are they encouraging and uplifting. You've just tipped us over on the on, on the love meter level. We, we're, we're, we're tipping oh, over. Oh, jeez. We're gonna sing. We're sinking in love. They, they they officially love her now. We got hearts all over all across the board. Hearts across the board. Okay, well, so the reason I do this is because I want every single woman out there who has ever questioned whether they're beautiful or not for whatever reason to know that no matter what, they are worth every single bit of making other people feel uncomfortable to put themselves first. So. If you are thinking about investing in your health, if you are thinking about investing in your emotional well-being because you think that this would make you feel better to go to the gym, you should do it because you deserve it. You only live once. Yep. All right. I got to get the fingers and the clappy hands with the name on it because, yeah, I got to get the band. (laughs) She's she's done it. She's done it. What are we going to do? Oh, what am I going to do with him? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> thank you so much for having me This has been a riot <laughs> hey, Thank you The pleasure is all ours We wish you all the best Over this uh, You know Over this prep And seriously Check out Southern States uh, Classic We would love to see you there awesome. We would love to see you there Thank you so much Alright Kaylin Snickerdoodle shout out well, I know if she takes the snickerdoodles, she'll she'll win first place at the natural Southern But I'm just <laughs> snickerdoodles sounds pretty amazing right now. <laughs> it is. You know what? I can only say hashtag chocolate way for the win. So on behalf of Lee, <laughs> go get everywhere. Kaylin Patterson, the boys from P for P Muscle, and myself. Your body is a temple. So let's build it. Which snickerdoodle? Oh, yeah.